Tigers Uncaged. Shoots his score! Jesse and Lance talk Tigers and all things WHL with the voice of the Tigers, Bob Ridley. Tigers players, Tigers alumni, and insiders across the WHL. Here's your host, Jesse and Lance. Welcome to the very first episode of the Tigers Uncaged podcast. My name is Jesse, he is Lance. We are so excited to finally be able to talk a little Tigers as we are very familiar with the team. Yeah, now we we get an unbridled 30 minutes a week to just talk hockey, which is nice. What a hard job that is. Yeah, very difficult. Very uh, difficult. I, If you haven't been to the game before, I am the arena host. I've been doing mm-hmm. that for about six, seven years. That I think long? six seasons because of COVID. Wow. But yeah, Jonesy was telling me seven. this will be my seventh year, my sixth season, because we had to skip one. Wow. But uh, seven years as the host, and uh, usually my right-hand man at the game, Lance Dahl, uh, starting the season off with a little bit of a, a different gig. Yeah, going to be doing some color commentary with Scott Roblin who's going to join the podcast as well as Jonesy, as you mentioned. Uh, so doing some color on the radio side of things for home games. Uh, I've, I've filled in for you, filled in for Jim, basically wherever there's a hole yeah. at the uh, at co-op place for, for a Tigers game. Uh, and during game day operation, that's where I fill in. So uh, going to be a lot of fun. We are Looking so excited, so excited to do this. Uh, for the next 30 minutes, we are going to talk Tigers. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk Jonesy. Because uh, we're going to kind of get you set up for the first game of the season mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, we got Joe Frazier, the associate coach. We'll talk a little bit about the team. And, of course, Scott Roblin, the big news regarding Bob Ridley. We'll get his thoughts on that. And we'll talk about the elephant in the room. Are we going to have Cole Sillinger this year? Because mm-hmm. that, that kind of scares me. I don't know what the future lies. Scott Roblin hopefully has yeah, the Yeah, you're answer. worried about that, aren't you? I, there, uh, there's a part of me that wonders... Will the Columbus Blue Jackets keep him? Am I crazy for thinking this? Uh, crazy? No. But there's a reason for concern, I'm sure. So we'll figure that out as we move along in the podcast. By the way, you can follow along with us on social media. I believe uh, on Twitter, I'm just at Lance Dahl. And uh, you're Jay Christensen 15 which is very simple. Yeah, very simple. Yeah, on the Instagram, Jesse from chat, Twitter, Jay Christensen 151 You, you could have just done JC, like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I tried that in an email once, and Telus says no. <laughs> oh, really? I tried Jay Christ, and they said absolutely not. Oh, yeah, not. probably not. Yeah, no. But nonetheless, we're going to have fun for the next 30 minutes. Enjoy. Come on. Check it out. Tigers Uncaged is powered by South Country Co-op. Tigers! More roar in a minute. When it comes to your choice of beverage, you have your favorites. And when it comes to the place you get your beverages from, Co-op Liquor Stores is the favorite. They carry a huge selection of wine, spirits, local and world beers. Stick to what you love or try something new. Co-op Liquor Stores in Crescent Heights, 13th Avenue, Redcliffe, Dunmore and Strachan Road. All open seven days a week. South Country Co-op, proudly serving the community for over 60 years. You're at home here. We've been part of the farming community for generations. Generations, planning, advising, getting our boots dirty, helping farmers thrive and enhance their land. This is core to what we do because we believe that each crop should be grown with precision, grown with care, and grown with purpose. We are a different kind of business. We are building a legacy. We are South Country Co-op. 
Tigers Uncaged. Let's go! Powered by South Country Co-op. Here's your host. And I reveal myself to you all here. Jesse and Lance. Behold! And in honor of the very first episode, it only seems fitting that our very first guest on Tigers Uncaged would be the associate coach, a guy we are very familiar with, Mr. Joe Frazier. Good morning, buddy. Yeah, morning, guys. How's it going? Good, good, really good. Probably You're probably too familiar with us, but that's okay. We appreciate you jumping on, man. Oh, uh, no, you guys are good guys, so... So I'd hop on here with you. Thanks for having me. It yeah, yeah. feels like we haven't got a chance to talk to you in what seems like a year and a half, and I'm going through the lineup, the roster right now. This is a, a brand-new-look team, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of guys, you know, last year that were, you know, 16, so a lot of those guys are returning. You know, but it was a different year last year with, uh, you know, COVID and all the protocols. So, you know, we were mostly just playing weekends there and, uh, you know, now this year it's it's more of a regular season, and you know you got the Euros in play, so it's just a little bit different league or different different look to the league this year for sure. Uh, Joe, just break, let's get right into this this roster because for Tiger fans that haven't been in this building, it co-op place in like 20 months, so this team, the names on the back of the jerseys look a lot different than they once did 20 months ago. But uh, that year last year would have had to be uh, huge for a lot of the development of the, these younger players that you're talking about that you're going to lean on this year, I would assume. Yeah, I really was. There was, you know, the league did a great job, you know, getting everything set up so we could even play. And then I thought our division, you know, it was set up really good for development. You know, like I said, we only played weekends. So, you know, Monday through Thursday, we, you know, we got to train really hard. You know, a lot of times we were doing two practices. So, you know, a lot of skills in the morning and then normal practice in the afternoon. And then, you know, with the, the time in between games, there's lots of workouts too. So, you know, the way our division was set up, it was it was really good for development. And in years past, this Tiger team has always been one that's very speedy. They're, they're always a fast team. And looking at the roster, there's a few guys that are, you know, up on the 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, are we looking at a, a Tigers team that may have a little bit of size and a lot of speed? Yeah, we hope so. I mean, obviously our identity is always, always speed and, and play as fast as we can, but... Um, I think you know you, when you watch playoff hockey, you need you need some grit and that compete level with you know a little bit bigger bodies in playoffs. So um, you know we got some big big defensemen for sure. We added a couple forwards up front with some size, and uh, you know it's it's hard to score in playoffs. So you need guys who go to the net, and you know that's what those guys will do. Joe, it's been just a few weeks of training camp and preseason games, and as we head into the uh, first full week of the regular season. Uh, maybe for, for fans who aren't familiar with some of these newer players, uh, maybe just a couple guys that, that have stood out in, in, in preseason that have taken that jump from last year to this year that, that are looking uh, much more improved. Oh, I think a lot of guys are, are definitely a lot quicker. Guys put a lot of time in the weight room. Um, but Braden Bame comes to mind right off the bat. He's, uh, you know, when fans watch him, they're going to they're gonna see probably one of the fastest guys in the league, and he's only 17. So he's, wow. uh, he put a ton of work in. Um, his, his speed is, you know, he reminds me of Prezuzo with his speed. Back when, you know, we had Tyler Prezuzo, who was one of the fastest guys. So um, him, we got Orange Strom, who, who's, you know, very skilled. Uh, his name's really skilled, Wiseblatt. So we got a lot of young guys who, who put a lot of time in and gotten quicker. They're, you know, they were pretty skilled last year, but it's uh, – you know, as you guys know, it's a fast league, so uh, they put a lot of time in the summer to, to work on that quickness and speed, and you know now they got some speed to, to match their skill. There's a guy on the roster that I'm looking at right now I'm excited to watch play because I remember watching his dad play, but uh, Hunter St. Martin, rookie this year. Are we going to see a lot of him this weekend, or 
uh, he's got to put some time in. Yeah, he's been he's been really good. Um, you know, when you watch him too, he's his speed is uh, you know back teams off. His mom, Susan Humphreys, uh, Canadian figure skater, you know Olympian, and she's uh, she runs power skating, and you can see where he gets his wheels. Like he's uh, he's gonna be one of the best skaters in the league. When you know even now he's, he's lightning speed. So he's uh, he's been really good at camp, and you know he'll he'll get some action this weekend. So we're excited for him. Joe, quick aside for a second, if you were to be in the Olympics for one event, what Olympic event would that be? <laughs> well, it's not ping pong, so uh, <laughs> I'm, what think, and I'm not doing too hot this year, so i got to practice up. But, okay. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I like weightlifting, maybe? Uh, yeah, I guess. No, All right, Joe, okay. I, yeah. I thought we would just put you out there. Like Maybe, maybe there's something that you're really passionate about that we can help you with. You know, actually, I got big into pickleball this summer. So, okay. When uh, Dorset came up last year, we we played almost every day. So, that would be a sport I'd uh, at least try to get into. We haven't talked uh, since Willie jumped on board, but I mean, to be able to coach and have Willie right next to you, how cool of an experience is that? Oh, I think I'm the luckiest guy there is. I get to work with Willie every day, and you know, just the experiences he's been through, and you know, I was lucky enough to play for him, and now I get to. Get to work alongside him every day, and it's uh, you know he's he's an unbelievable coach, but he's even a, a better person. So I've learned a ton from him, and you know I'm just very fortunate to be working with him. And you know we've had a lot of good guys come through here with you know Ryan Smith, Bobby Fox, you know Sean Cluson taught me a lot. Now Josh Mazer with us, like we've had we've had a lot of good guys on our staff. So I've been very fortunate to work with uh, a lot of intelligent and hardworking individuals. Are you sitting with any of those guys right now, and can they hear you pumping their tires? No, I went to the camera so they can't hear me. <laughs> all right, all right. Just thought I'd check. Uh, one final one for you, Joe, because uh, a lot of people saw the trade for Owen McNeil uh, a couple weeks ago. Just what does Owen bring to the table, and what does he add to this Tigers group? He's been really good since he's been here. Um, very responsible forward, great in the face-off circle. Uh, again, a little bit bigger body who goes harder than that. He's been real good on the penalty kill. He's playing the down low position right now on the power play, and he's been good. So just all around, he's been been real solid for us so far, and and you can tell he's a leader too, on and off the ice, which uh, which we need with with all of our young guys. We need some leadership. So he's been he's been really good so far. Awesome. Hey, man, we cannot wait for this weekend. Tigers back in action for the first time in what seems like forever. Fans are going to be in stands, <laughs> and we cannot wait. Uh, Coach, That's we appreciate exciting. the hell out of you. Uh, we thank you for coming on the podcast. Hopefully we can do it again. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. More Hockey Talk on the way with Tigers Uncaged. Powered by South Country Co-op. For over 60 years, South Country Co-op has been part of our community. Families gathering around the table to talk about their day, share stories, laugh together, and just be there for one another. The meal on the table that brings families together is from South Country Co-op. Fresh local ingredients on amazing deals for you every single week. And their app gets you access to their flyer, locations, hours, and more. South Country Co-op proudly serving the community for over 60 years. You're at home here. If we asked your car how it felt, it wouldn't respond. It's a 
car. But if we added some magical pixie dust and then asked, it still wouldn't answer. That only happens in the movies. But if we ask how you felt about having to fill your car, you'd probably say, I wish I got something out of it. Well, co-op members earn money on every liter filled at co-op gas bars. Fill up today on Strachan Road, 13th Avenue, Maple Avenue, Northlands, Redcliffe, Eagle Butte, and Dunmore, and Oyen. South Country Co-op proudly serving the community for over 60 years. You're at home here. The talk of Tigertown. Great moments are born from great opportunity. Tigers Uncaged with Jesse and Lance, powered by South Country Co-op. Now joining us on Tigers Uncaged, we are very thrilled to have a good friend of the show, part of the Tigers, Adam Jones. Good morning, buddy. Morning, fellas. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great. We are looking forward to the Tigers home opener. It's been a very long time since we got to say the Tigers will be at home mm-hmm. with with fans in the stands. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? I'll tell you, we had those couple of preseason games, and boy, did it feel good to have some eyes looking down at that rink, boys. How uh, how was it, Jonesy, to have preseason back in co-op place and in the city of Medicine Hat? That's kind of uh, almost unheard of in comparison to previous years. You know, it was fantastic. It was a great opportunity for everybody to kind of do a bit of a dry run. Um, it was a great opportunity for the fans to come back and sort of get their feet wet, come back into co-op place, watch a little bit of hockey, um, re-engage a little bit with the crowd, socially distance, wearing masks, of course, and everything like that. Um, but it was great, and it was it was so amazing to hear the cheers back in this place, guys. I, I can't even explain how amazing that is. <laughs> well, it probably even helped your end of things too, right? Because you're doing the music and the camera angles and all that. It's probably a nice little... Uh, preseason warm-up for you guys because you haven't done it for quite some time. Oh, for sure it is. It absolutely helps us knock the rust off. Um, we're trying to remember how to redo things again. Um, and I'll tell you, too, from a production standpoint, having a crowd makes a real difference in how the flow of a game goes. When you don't have a crowd ooing and awing, you don't know if it's a goal or a hit post. You might hear, you might hear the ding, but um, the crowd really helps you along in your production. So not having them, it made a real difference. Yeah, and now you're able to to get crowd shots for the for the live streams again instead of just chair shots, right? Yeah, that's right. It'll sound a whole lot different in here. I think there's <laughs> a lot of excitement around town. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I think you're right. Hey, let, before we go to, and touch on the, the home opener, do you think that this could be something where Medicine Hat, like the Tigers, host more preseason games or because of where we're at? and you wanted more space for the fans that went to co-op place, because I, I, the Tiger fans I talked to, they were really excited to have preseason in Medicine Hat again. You know, it's a bit of column A and a bit of column B. We absolutely love to be able to support minor hockey um, and take our games to places like Ralston and to Irvin and to Tabor and to really help out those minor hockey associations. They're able to use all the revenue from that night to, as a fundraiser for their season. Um, so it's a fantastic way for us to give back. And I know our guys love playing in those small rinks too. That being said, I also know there was a tremendous amount of support, and I'm sure things will be looked at. I, I couldn't tell you one way or another if we're going to play here next year or if we'll be back in Irvine, um, but it was fantastic, and it was a lot of fun to have everybody here. Yeah, if there's one thing that we've learned, it's that uh, it's it's almost impossible to figure out what you're going to do next year, let alone uh, in two months from now. <laughs> I think we've yes, learned sir. that. But, uh, but Jonesy, Tigers getting their season started tonight in Swift, and then tomorrow they are going to be here at, uh, at Co-op Place to uh, get the home portion of their schedule underway. And uh, again, considering you know the times of the world we're living in, maybe not a ton that can be done, but obviously some stuff will be done for the home opener, right? Yeah, you betcha. We're, we're going to have, we're going to go back and have some player introductions. Um, we plan to have uh, our guest or our game host do some fun stuff for us. He might not know about it yet, but he's going to have some fun for us. Um, yeah, there'll be some stuff planned. Just a heads up for everybody. Doors do open at 530 on Saturday. 
um, just to help with the government of Alberta's restriction exemption program timing. Oh, yeah. It's, you know what? It's taking some getting used to that these Saturday games are now 7 o'clock. Yeah. Because we've been so used yeah. to having them 7.30. Jonesy, I'm not going to lie. I'm a big fan of the 7 o'clock game time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think everybody's going to be a fan. It's nice to be able to get home a little bit earlier, um, you know, have dinner and then come straight to the rink, that kind of thing. I think it's going to be a nice change for people. Yeah, I mean, you you look at what that half hour difference makes. Like Huge Jesse you and I talk about it all the time with with families and how all yeah. of a sudden you get an extra half period, you get an extra full period to stay at the rink, and sometimes you can even push it to to staying for the whole game, right? Yeah, I think that's the big thing yeah. is the families, right? You talk to so many families that go to Tiger games, and it's like, do I want to you know put out that kind of money, and you know, kiddo may only be invested into the first period, mm-hmm. right? And then. You got to leave. Unfortunately, you don't get to watch the rest of the game. But I think that that half hour, you're looking at at least halfway through the second period, maybe even the second intermission. Yeah. Which Jonesy, that's a huge game changer for families. Oh, you bet it is. Absolutely, it is. And that was one of the biggest reasons that we decided to make that change. Was we did hear that feedback from a lot of fans, and we wanted to give a fans, younger fans, the opportunity to stay a little later. Um, you know, in a seven thirty game, you're done about ten o'clock. Now we can be done between nine fifteen and nine thirty. So it makes a huge difference for that stuff. Yeah, and so a reminder, 5.30, doors are going to open uh, for the Tigers' home opener on Saturday as uh, Swift Current will be in town. And uh, as we kind of you know roll through into the season, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk to you about uh, legendary Bob Ridley, mm-hmm. who uh, made an announcement on Twitter earlier in the week that he's not going to be a part of the Tigers' broadcast for the start of the season, uh, going through radiation treatment. So obviously our thoughts to Bob, and uh, I'm sure the same condolences come from the Tigers as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, it goes without saying, Bob Bob is such a special guy, and he holds such a special place in this organization. Um, our, our thoughts absolutely go out to Bob and his family and wish him nothing but the best in a speedy recovery. And we know he'll be back in the Bob Ridley broadcast booth in no time, um, gracing us with those those legendary calls once again. Yeah, it's going to be weird, just like not having Rids walking around the top. And, and you know, he does the Bob Ridley walk, and he shares all the information about the game. It's going to be different yeah. without him. I wonder if he's going to be a guy who, like, live tweets the game. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I don't even want to think about it, you guys. I get emotional about that stuff. I know. It's it's, it's um, hard to picture, like, a Tiger game without that man. Like yeah, He's always yeah. bragged about how he only missed one yeah. game, and it's because the boss made him do one of his family members' curling <laughs> games or something like that. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, Bob is, is part of my game day routine. You know, I go sit in the booth with Bob every day, and we chat about the game, um, tee things up, you know, what he wants to do for that night and that kind of stuff. And, I mean, even just to miss him do his mic checks. Uh, anybody in radio that's ever worked with Bob over the last 50 years knows that legendary mic check. Uh-huh. And just things like that, you know, like it's just one of those things where it'll be different, but he's going to be in everybody's thoughts, and uh, I know he's going to be back with a roar, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jonesy, we can get maybe get your thoughts from what you've seen in preseason from this year's Medicine at Tigers. Obviously, uh, some parts and some pieces, different players still making their way back uh, from different w- or NHL camps, rather. but what's kind of the vibe that you're seeing and things that you're excited for leading into the season? You know, we have a really good, hard-working, fast team. Um, they're really young right now. We're missing a lot of our key pieces. Like you said, a lot of those guys are down at NHL camps right now. But it's been a great opportunity to watch these young guys and give these young guys some ice time and have them compete for those couple of roster spots that are open. Um, tons of compete, tons of hard work. These guys are these guys are working hard. It's fantastic to see. It's a it's a Willie Desjardins team that you would oh, expect yeah. here in the WHL with the Medicine Tigers. Uh, and how much, Jonesy, do you think last year has – 
you know, maybe encourage some of these younger players heading into this season, considering uh, a, a lot more ice time and a lot more opportunity was, was maybe given to some of those younger players that might not have been in, in other seasons? You know, that's absolutely true. One of the things that uh, Willie has been preaching is just because you were on the team last year doesn't mean you're on the team this year. You know, last year was a different year. It was an opportunity for guys to develop when they weren't able to play hockey anywhere else. Um, so it was a really good opportunity to be with the team. But I know a lot of those guys saw what they needed to work on over the summer to really have a chance to make this year uh, work for them and to get better and all that kind of stuff. And I think it was huge. And you can see a lot of the guys came in a lot more confident, really ready to go. And, you know, you mentioned about having a young team. So I don't know if some of the younger guys uh, acknowledge or understand the rivalry between a Lethbridge and a, and a Medicine Hat. But I got to say, I'm a little, I was a little disappointed in the dub and the schedule in, you know, the Tigers not taking on the Hurricanes in that first weekend because it's always been like a rivalry weekend. And now against Swift Current, I just don't know if I'm, don't get me wrong, excited, but not as excited as what I would be against the Lethbridge Hurricanes team. Yeah, there's nothing quite like kicking it off against those those rascals down down in Lethbridge. Um, but, you know, I, I have no idea what the decision for the schedule change was. Just one of those things, the way things lined up. But I think if you look at the back end of the schedule, we see that home and home in the last weekend against Lethbridge. I think that's the one that's going to matter. And uh, I think uh, there's going to be a lot coming down to those two games, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you already know that the end of the season is going to yeah. be wild, right? The thing is, I mean, with, <laughs> yeah. with, with last yeah. year, I don't really know if you have a good indication of how well a team will do because it's almost like not a refresh, but it's been a year and a half, year and some, since we've seen some of these teams. They've lost some of the overagers that maybe we never got to see, and I think every team could be a little bit different. It's going to be very different teams from the last time people were in the building. There's no question about it. I mean, every team in the WHL has graduated six players since the last time we had fans in the building. Um, you know, and that's a big core. Uh, we were going to have a bunch of rookies last year. I think we had 12, 16-year-olds or younger on the team. That's a big chunk of people that fans have never laid their eyes on. So it's going to be fun and it's going to be exciting. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a learning curve to get to know everybody. But uh, I think there's a few guys that are going to make splashes right away and people are going to start to know their names. Well, we cannot wait. It all goes down this weekend. Tigers finally back in action. Jonesy, you mentioned the door is going to be open a little bit earlier. Should people be in their seats earlier for the uh, player introductions as well? No, everything will take place at 7 o'clock just as normal. Um, we're just giving a little bit extra time for to get everybody in the building and, and to deal with that kind of stuff. So. Awesome. Jonesy, I know it's not going to be the last appearance on the podcast. <laughs> we appreciate the hell out of you, man. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. I can't wait for this weekend. And uh, as Jesse likes to say, let's go Tigers. More Tigers uncaged in seconds. That's how winning is done. Powered by South Country Co-op. When it comes to washing your ride, the most important thing is... Water pressure. Without it, dirt, bugs, birds, business, and everything else stays on. Thankfully, South Country Co-op Extreme Car Wash has the... Water pressure. State-of-the-art laser touchless car wash from South Country Co-op. Four locations, Maple Avenue, Northlands, Crescent Heights, and Strachan Road. This is your best wash. This Extreme is touchless car wash from South Country Co-op. You're at home here. Water pressure. When it comes to your choice of beverage, you have your favorites. And when it comes to the place you get your beverages from, Co-op Liquor Stores is the favorite. They carry a huge selection of wine, spirits, local and world beers. Stick to what you love or try something new. Co-op Liquor Stores in Crescent Heights, 13th Avenue, Redcliffe, Dunmore and Strachan Road. All open seven days a week. South Country Co-op. 
proudly serving the community for over 60 years. You're at home here. Jesse and Lance are back with more Tigers Uncaged. Fast and fearless, baby. Here we go. Powered by South Country Co-op. Welcome back to the Tigers Uncaged podcast. It's Jesse and Lance and some big news this week. If you were on the Twitter machine, you may have saw that Bob Ridley announcing that he will not be calling the first game. Mm-hmm. He's getting some treatment done. Mm-hmm. Going to be the first time in over 50 years yeah. that he is not going to be calling a game. For the home opener, yeah, or for the season opener even. In 52 years, this will be the first time. And uh, the man who's been working along his side for uh, the last year and change has been Scott Roblin, who's with us. Hey, Scotty, how are you? How's it going, boys? Good, good. 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 Let, let's talk about last year. Before we get into the big mm-hmm. news of you kind of filling in, last year you got to be on the road with Ridge. You got to follow the team. What was that experience like, especially with like the empty arenas? Uh, it was a trip. It was really wild. Um, we ended up going uh, on a trip up to Edmonton, uh, and just the protocols that were in place with the WHL is that broadcasters weren't able to travel on the team bus. So it was uh, it was a long road trip. Uh, we left at about 8 o'clock in the morning and got back at 4 o'clock the next morning um, and called the game in between and uh, split driving the, the, the whole way. Uh, I mean, obviously, I wasn't too worried uh, with Rids's driving experience. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, definitely number two uh, in that uh, lineup, but uh, it was it was wild because we we went all the way up to Edmonton and you know we were at downtown community arena which is on the backside of, of Rogers and uh, it's such a huge building and you walk in and it's just dead yeah there's yeah. nothing it's quiet um, and that was kind of the same thing back here at co-op place this year it it was so weird to be an arena of that size and when the intermissions hits uh, there's no in-arena announcing, there's no music, it's just the sound of the Zamboni, no fans, no chatter, and it was just eerily quiet. And that was one of the weirdest things that, you know, really had to take in while broadcasting and covering the games that I did last year. Um, and even when players scored, I mean, obviously they do a celebration, um, you know, jump up on the glass and uh, music would play and stuff like that, but that was pretty much it. There wasn't a whole lot of electricity in the arena, which is what I'm really looking forward to this year. I think more than anything is the fact that fans are going to be allowed back in. And even though there are still regulations and protocols in place, that energy, even in the preseason covering that, uh, it, it was just so much different. And that was just at a much smaller capacity as well. Yeah, completely different feel. Uh, and we'll have to spend a full 30 minutes one episode uh, just talking about the stories that you and Ridge shared yeah. uh, on those you drives. might be more than 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might have to break it into three parts. Uh, you can follow Scott on Twitter at ChatTVRoblin. Uh, and that's where you can actually see kind of what you said in your statements surrounding the news, obviously with Bob, which has been reverberating throughout the entire WHL and junior hockey as a whole across Canada. Um, obviously, it, it's a weird feeling. It's an exciting feeling at the same time for you because – it's obviously such an honor, but again, it's just different when Bob's not there. I'm, I'm going to imagine later on tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously not the way I, I kind of wanted to step into the broadcasting role in, yeah. in Bob's seat. Um, you know, obviously, we're wishing Bob the best, and it sounds like he's doing well in good spirits. Good. And 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 uh, you know, I've been talking with him the last couple of days, and it sounds like he's doing all right uh, as he's starting some treatment in Lethbridge. Um, on the other side, you know, it, it is incredibly exciting and incredibly humbling, um, you know, to be the second play-by-play broadcaster in Tigers history. It's, 
you know, something I don't take lightly. And I realize the shoes that I'm stepping into uh, to start the season here. We're not exactly sure how many games it's going to end up being. It's going to at least be the first few weeks of the season. And we're just going to going to go from there. Um, you know, covering this team the last four or five years, I've gotten to know a bunch of the players and the coaching staff and support staff with the Tigers quite well. So that side of things I'm really excited for and continuing those connections. And, um, you know, being on the broadcast team last year for, for the home broadcast just really taught me a lot about the preparation and everything that Rids does to bring a broadcast to life that people don't usually see on a day-to-day yeah. basis. You know, they just, you know, they'll flip on the radio or, or click on the play button and they hear Rids' voice and they've been hearing it for half a century. <laughs> um, but there's so much that goes into it and so much prep and so many, so much relationship building that he has with the players and the coaches and just rink workers, fans, everything, you know, those connections are the reason why Bob Ridley has had the staying power in this industry and for hockey broadcasting in, in Western Canada. Um, I'm hoping to bring like a sliver of that because I know it's such a, a huge role to fill. Um, I, I'm honored that Rids has kind of given me the keys to this and, and allowing me to kind of take over and, and keep the seat warm while he's, uh, he's off uh, focusing on his health. But incredibly honored, incredibly humbled, and uh, I'm just excited to get going. Well, we're looking forward to listening to you, man. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that. Let's talk about the thing that is scaring me as a Tiger fan. I am 100% frightened that Cole Sillinger, <laughs> our boy, is not going to play for the Medicine Hat Tigers. It worries me that because he's doing so well in Columbus, could we see the Blue Jackets say, listen, I know this kid needs some work, but we're going to keep him because pretty much we have no one else. <laughs> I think the thing that's happened is the rest of the hockey world has figured out how good Cole Sillinger is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I-, I fully expected when he was going to – the Traverse City tournaments and rookie camp that he was going to crack the the train camp roster and probably play preseason and most likely get a couple of NHL games. You know, I going into it, I wasn't expecting, you know, a full season of Cole Sillinger sticking in the NHL necessarily. I was expecting NHL experience. And again, you know, he he all these players that were just drafted have had such a stunted year in terms of development. Now, Cole obviously did develop in Sioux Falls in the USHL, but, um, you know, bouncing around with a number of teams, not a lot of consistency. So I expected a couple of games in the NHL and then probably return back to Medicine Hat. Um, but I remember on the first day of training camp, uh, I saw a tweet from Aaron Portsline with The Athletic mm-hmm. saying that he, Cole Sillinger, on day one, was skating on a line with Jacob Voracek and Patrick Liney. Oh. And that is pretty remarkable for any 18-year-old, newly drafted player, first-round pick or not. um, Pretty remarkable. And he has just done nothing but impress in preseason. In their first preseason game against Pittsburgh, uh, assisted on Igor Chinikov's first goal of the game, so already has a preseason point under his belt. Um, You know, the biggest thing is... You know, I'm sure NHL teams and the Tigers are wondering if his foot speed is going to be able to keep up at the NHL level. I think that's the biggest question mark with Cole Sillinger. But every other aspect of his game has really come along to, I think he is pro-ready in most aspects of the game. His shot's been pro-ready since he was 16 yes. years old. Yeah. Um, I think his two-way game, especially over the last year watching highlights of him in Sioux Falls, his defensive game has really come around. And if he gets returned to the Tigers here... Um, I think that's something that fans obviously are going to go crazy over his goal scoring, which has been the staple of Cole Sillinger. But his two-way and his defensive game has just taken such leaps and bounds. I think that's going to be a real sticking point for fans just watching him this year. But yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. Uh, these next couple of weeks are going to really decide a lot. And um, I think for the Tigers, you know, there is a little bit of worry as well. Obviously, sure. they're mm-hmm. they're excited for Cole Sillinger and his development. And the goal of the WHL is to push guys to the next level. But uh, with that, you know, the the Tigers 
Uh, our banking on Cole Sillinger is the guy who's going to put butts in seats yep. and to sell tickets. And the fact that two players graduated last year in Ryan Tuzowski and Brett Kemp, both centermen. Yeah. So you already have a hole down the middle. Um, there's a bunch of guys getting ready for the season here who are going to fill some of the spots. Noah Danielson, Owen McNeil, who was just brought over from Spokane. But a true number one centerman, the Tigers have been kind of banking on Cole Sillinger being that. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure they're hoping the best for him, but I'm also uh, thinking that they're they're hoping that uh, he's going to be back in black and orange, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, last question I got for you, Scott, before we wrap it up again, at ChatTVRoblin, if you want to follow along with Scott on Twitter, um, obviously season starts tonight and then home opener tomorrow with Swift Current. They just had him last weekend in preseason to wrap that up. How important was playing that team last weekend for this younger group um, that, that's now kind of familiar with the team? And when you start throwing more fans into attendance, something that's been new for the last 20 months, how important is it to have that familiarity with an opponent to start the season? I think it's big, especially when it's the last opponent of the preseason. Then yeah. you switch around. The rosters might change, but uh, a lot of the pieces stay the same. And for Swift Currents, I mean, the last couple of years have been a struggle for them, basically since they won the WHL championship. Um, the last few years have been a struggle, and they've been near the bottom of the standings. And, you know, it just goes back to you can't take any team lightly in this league, even when you talk about preseason, because the last game of the preseason for the Tigers on Saturday, they got blown out 8-2. Yeah. You know, it, it was a resounding loss for the Tigers. And again, it's just preseason and it's a lot of rookies and not as many vets. But um, I, I'm not expecting this going to be the same Broncos team that we've seen the last couple of years. I, I'm not saying they're going to challenge for a title, but they're much improved. They are a team that's got Matt Ward, who I think is going to be an excellent, excellent player in this league and is starting to break out as, as their star player. Um, and they have a lot of rookies from the last couple of years who are spending two, three seasons together and have that built-in chemistry. So, um, you know, the Tigers, I, I still think if you looked at a hole for the outlook for the season, they're probably more of a playoff team right now on paper than Swift Currents. But that being said, games like this and, and to open a season – um, you know, they're, the fans are going to be nuts in, in Swift yeah. Current because they've been they've yes. been waiting just as Tigers fans <laughs> have been waiting. Uh, so it's going to be a hostile environment, and it's it's going to be nice to get this rivalry back underway, especially considering um, last year it was just Alberta teams that yeah. Medicine Hat faced, and Swift Current and Medicine Hat have a fantastic rivalry. Haven't seen it the last couple of years, and uh, it's going to be a great opening weekend for the Tigers uh, as they look to make a push. Very excited to finally have the fans in the stands and some live hockey down at Co-op play scott we are looking forward to the call you can catch him on chat 94.5 all weekend long thank you sir we will talk to you soon yeah sounds good guys and thank you we will be back next week with episode two of tigers uncaged this has been tigers uncaged with jesse and lance powered by south country co-op thanks to all of our show contributors thank you for your help be looking for a new tigers uncaged podcast every week during hockey season